Morning on this middle of the week, this blessed Wednesday, March 27, 2019. Yet another day closer to uh, the coming of the Lord. First and foremost and most important is coming in the clouds to remove his church uh, for a time. True Christians should desire that day so that they can be see the Lord face to face and go and be with him. But there's another part of this that we should not desire that day because that means um, that the Lord's wrath um, will be poured upon uh, poured out upon uh, those that re- are rejecting him and will reject him for eternity. Yes, we all have consequences to face. The best thing to do and the purpose that anyone can do is to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Turn from their their ways, their thoughts, their false religions, their idols, their materialisms to the ways of this earth, ways of the worldly things, and turn toward Jesus Christ and trusting in Him. Uh, and know that the narrow path, Jesus Christ, is the way, the truth, and the life. Um, for eventually, we can keep um, rejecting Christ, and it's only going to be to those demise. Um, I guess that was kind of a beginning commercial break. But watching a lot of uh, foolish and ignorant, deceived people, uh, some professing Jesus but not confessing Him, uh, others just outright totally against God blast uh, the different leaders during their time whether it's the current administration or the last uh, administration or the one before that that's gone on forever because you got people that you know those people that do that don't believe in God don't believe in Jesus Christ period they can say they do but they don't they're actually believing you know, their God is still Satan their daddy is still Satan um, who's the father of all disobedience, the father of lies. Um, yeah, like it or not, we're not all children of God. We're not born out of our mamas um, from the act of our mamas and our daddies, uh, whether they were married or not. Um, born right out, you know, when we're born of the flesh, it's that second birth that makes us children of God. It's that uh, believing in Jesus Christ. Not believing in another one, not believing in Mary, not believing in Agar. We can say we believe in God, but if Jesus Christ is not um, the God, the one true God, um, then it's frivolous, it's useless, it's not real. Because uh, even uh, God says in his word that there are many gods, but not real gods. When you study that verse and you study the scriptures, you will notice uh, most of the time when it talks about himself, uh, the only true living God, it's got a big G, when he refers to other gods that we made up, the idols, the things made with human hands, it's usually a little G, uh, yeah, they can say, well, that may, that may just be the typo, but when it's consistent amongst most of the translations, that should say something, so, but the verses that came to mind, uh, was, First, go over in First Peter chapter two, 
We're studying verse 13. It says, Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor or as supreme, or to governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good you should put to silence the ignorance of fools. People live as people, verse 16, live as people who are free. This is talking to believers, genuine believers, not fake religious people. Not say, well, I go to a church. Well, I believe in that church. I don't care if you go to a church or not. God don't care if you go to a church or not. Yeah, we are to fellowship with believers. And that fellowship also means opening the scriptures and that's just talking about, well, did you make a lot, did God bless you with a lot of money? The guy there, you know, exceeded, but man, I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing. However, if that's all you talk about, if you don't open up the scriptures uh, to say, well, did you tell people about Jesus? Did you proclaim the gospel message? It is not just a priest, a pastor, a church leader. That is to proclaim the gospel within the building. That gospel of Jesus Christ, once we receive it, once we are recipients of it ourselves, um, we don't live out the gospel because we can't. We can't have our flesh stripped uh, from us. We can't have beards, for those that have beards, hair pull out of us. Uh, Y'all got hair. We can't have the flesh pull out of us. So we can't be nailed to a cross. Um... That's not our God. That is good. We didn't come down from heaven just for that particular purpose to be the Lamb of God and then to ascend back up. We're already on earth. We're earthly beings in our flesh right now. We're human beings. We are above the angels or will be above the angels as far as consideration. Remember when God created human beings, us, uh, male and female, he said it was very good. Everything else said it was good. And it's us, it's human beings that perverted it. It's human beings that destroyed it. Those that didn't obey God and didn't believe in Him. We're living as servants of God. Um, it also goes to another verse that brings us back to Romans 13.1. It says, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. And those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear? Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Basically, when we're attacking somebody that God's allowed to be in, then now it will be the case. Uh, then do what is good. Excuse, let me finish that verse. Then do what is good and you'll receive approval. For he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid. For he does not bear the sword of vain. For he is the servant of God and avenger. Who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore one must be in subjection. Not only to avoid God's wrath. But also for the sake of conscience. For because of this, you also pay taxes. Yeah, you don't look for deductions. Don't look to lower the tax bill by coming up with frivolous deductions. Don't look for loopholes in the tax. And there are there, there, and they're not. They're never going to be closed up because it's the ultra wealthy 
or the so-called wealthy, really they're not wealthy, they're usually, most of them are emptied out of any knowledge or wisdom of Jesus Christ. But um, that's another lesson for another time, perhaps, if God should lay it upon my spirit, and arrange some of spirit. He always does, with, with, and others, they're out there if you just search for on YouTube. Taxes to whom they are owed, revenue to whom revenues due. That's counting the business owners also. You pay the wages that are due. Don't let anybody. Don't let your staff steal from you by uh, patting the clock, taking you, causing a seven-hour seven-hour job to be turned to uh, nine or ten. That's stealing from God. By stealing from your employer. That's not trusting those. And you yourself are stealing also if you spend more time going on breaks than you do working. I've seen, I've witnessed that both as a manager. I've also dismissed people for that. Usually I write them out once or twice. And I set the example. Try and set the example. Not everybody will receive the right example. Respect to whom respect is owed. Honor to whom honor is owed. Normally it's not saying you're not going to respect somebody that lies. You're not going to respect somebody that always degrades. You're not going to respect somebody that doesn't speak the truth. You know, that, um, that doesn't speak the truth. Uh, not out of condemnation, but in love to speak the truth. If you're only speaking lies, you're not going to respect that person. Nobody respects Satan out there except those that are truly his. Because they're believing the lie. They're blinded by him. Um... Now, when it says be subject to the governing authorities, you know, for the perverted laws, those that believe in Satan and not believe in Jesus Christ, they may be doing it subtly. They may say, well, I believe in Jesus. Not if you're not if you're creating laws and making laws that um, that are for something that is 100 percent clearly against God. I can give examples. You know what example I'm, I'm I think this. I'm fighting, trying to fight the spirit right now because I, I don't think he wants me to say it. You know what they are. You know what laws have come about. Those we don't obey. Those we are not going to obey. We're not going to because we, we're going to believe God above that. But you go back and study Kings, 1 Kings and 2 Kings, 1 Chronicles and 2 Chronicles. Um, when a nation goes into rebellion against God, turns from God, what does he do? You look at the Egyptian uh, reign, which is pretty much the world's first world reign, uh, Pharaoh. Now, that one there was also to get people to see that God is God and he could be trusted. His ways are perfect. You got Nebuchadnezzar, King Nebuchadnezzar during Daniel's time, Daniel 2. And then you get the Medo-Persians, Medo and the Medes and the Persians, which like Persia, as we know, for those that truly studied the scripture, is modern-day Iran. Uh, and you got the Roman reign, which was during the time that brought Jesus to Christ. The death. God will turn us over to a ruler that he was still in there for a purpose. But we'll be saying, okay, you want a ruler like yourself? There you go. Look what he did. He turned laws against God. He turned more people against God. But that's still punishing. When God, when we continue rejecting God by not proclaiming the name, by receiving the name of uh, 
his name of Jesus Christ. But we're not honored. We're not believing in him. We continue, continue, continue rejecting him. It's not that he's going to cast us into hell. But by our ultimate rejection for his way, his narrow path. You know, it may sound narrow. Some people say narrow-minded. Well, yeah, that's a compliment. For those foolish, blind, ignorant people that can have all the degrees, human degrees in the world, that foolishly tell Christians and say you're narrow-minded, genuine Christians should stand up saying, thank you. Because that's exactly where I want to be. I want to stay in a narrow way. If you want a desire to go on the broad way, the way of the world, then basically you're saying, okay, God, I don't want you. I want to go to hell. That's exactly what you're saying in ignorance. So think twice. So the next time somebody foolishly and ignorantly says, um, oh, man, you Christians are narrow-minded, say thank you. And then when they just look at you saying, you want to be like that? Because Jesus' way is the narrow way. The way of destruction, the way of death is the broad way. I'd rather be on the narrow narrow path. I don't want to get too close to the edge, but we do. Because of human nation, like Paul says in Romans 7 and 8. So again, I'm talking to brothers and sisters out there and myself. Do not rail against any administration. When you're doing so, you're railing against God. It just may be that um, every, you look back at every king... And all the stupid laws that he implemented. All the laws that he wanted. When they want to do the destruction. Trust me. It is coming a time when God's going to. Second Thessalonians said. He's going to remove his spirit from this earth. And his spirit is in us. And we are in him. For these are genuine Christians. When he removes them. he removes. When he removes him. The Holy Spirit is removing us with him. Because the Holy Spirit is not going to leave us. Because it is His power that is working both in us to transform us and otherwise. He's going to remove us and He's going to allow us. He's going to basically he's telling Satan, okay, put your man, the manifestation. Put your Antichrist in power. There's going to be one world ruler. He's going to get the whole world to go together His way. Corinthians talk, speaks about church discipline, Christian and true discipline, that you know, we should go to a brother or sister. That's not just for pastoral leaders. Those that teach that need to get back on your face before God and says, oh God, I have sinned against you. I have been led astray. I've allowed myself to be led astray and I've led others astray. Anyone can do it. You can have a brother sister. If you see a brother, Galatians says it. First John says it. Any brother that sees another brother that's committing a sin, first pray and allow God to reach him. Now, you remember, people, I'm sure, must have been praying for King David when he made those sins. But God already appointed Nathan then at the appropriate time to go to him. There's not a lot of people that's going to go to a king except those going to obey. If we're truly listening in prayer, it just may be us that's going to come up alongside and saying, Hey, bro, or sister, if you're, if you're a woman. I said, what's going on? I know you're a believer, but what are you struggling with? You, you're, some of your actions that I'm seeing, and God is seeing first. God's seen before us. So don't just think 
Yeah, our first thing is to pray. But if we're going into prayer truly to know God and get his wisdom, we just may be the one that's going to be sent out. Somebody eventually is going to send somebody out to that person. Uh, now, it may just be that's all they need. They get into prayer and then they get checked. And then, yeah, we pray for one another. Because if we still got a receptive steer, spirit, Holy, God's Holy Spirit's going to convict us. He's going to say, why are you over there? Like he said to Elijah, Elijah didn't need anybody else to go to him. When he was sitting on the mountain out there, when he ran from Jezebel, when he ran from that false teacher, uh, so to speak, when he ran from that false prophet, so to speak, um, he went to... At the time, he didn't need anybody because his spirit was still receptive and still loved the Lord.
expecting no discipline correction after you don't receive God's correction, you don't receive his his love and blessing, uh, then he told Paul to write to the Corinthians saying then you kicked out of the church, uh, you cast now a true believer is not gonna get that back. Because God says no one or nothing can snatch you out of my hand, this is Jesus saying it, or the Father's hands, which is one hand obviously, as we know in scripture. So we can't take that one verse and say, Well yeah, that's three separate people. No, one God just manifestation three ways. The Spirit, the Holy Spirit. You got certain religious and false teaching like Jehovah's Witness, I said it. Um, you got other religions that teach a form of that. Um, so if you keep rejecting Jesus Christ, you keep rejecting his ways, you can say, well, I heard, I made my decision, I don't believe in Jesus, I'll tell you, I believe in, I believe in God, but not Jesus. Well, God, it's more likely that God is leading you to hell. God, we keep reject, keep reject, keep rejecting. I could be a zillion times. I'm not going to limit God because God is, is eternal. Always has been, always will be, and still is. To this day. Oops, I definitely won't for that. So, stop railing the current president. Lift him up. We ought to pray for our leaders. You're in there for a purpose. Right now, I believe we got a short little window. We're the same as us. We need to get rid of uh, marriages that are not of God. That law forcing people. They want to choose to follow it. That's their choice. God doesn't force anyone to choose it because he doesn't want people to force it. But he's not going to use human government to force people to do it. See, that's what Satan wants to do. He's going to say, well, I'm going to put my men in. The last one was not right before God. We know that. But he was allowed for a purpose. The more people captivity destroyed the economy of this area. But it was going before that. When we support those at the top 1%, <coughs> Those that are wealthy to pad more line packets were basically doing Satan's. They were doing Satan's. However, God was still getting people on it. Just saying, so why are you trusting him that's in one house? Or next one may even say, who knows, God may have your death. Around a woman present there, I think, it was like, I'd be very fearful out there. Because eventually we know he's going he's gonna to put Satan in there. And it's manifesting through Antichrist. It's going to be in that Antichrist only against God. If he turns anybody over to that, Christians ain't going to be turned over. Not genuine Christians. But he turns anybody over to that time, he's basically turning. He says, you know what? Go ahead. Have your own way for three and a half years. When Satan sits down at the end of that three and a half years, that makes it look like, oh man, we're all together now. We're all together now. But you're not under Jesus. They're going to come against God. He's going to bring everybody. going to say, okay, you want me? You believe in me? You're going to take my mark. And they're going to do it. When God gets to that point to turn you over to yourself, to turn you over to your flesh. Um, he wants to destroy the flesh. Okay, we need to put down our religions and come there one.
start hearing a man come along like that, we got to come together as the world now. But it's not going to be under Jesus Christ. That's the deception. When it comes down to saying you either take this mark, Say, God, forgive me. You know, I've been rebelling against you. If you're a brother or sister, consider this God just rebuked you. I've never rebuked you. Jesus Christ has rebuked you. He said, receive the correction. Stop now. Pray for the man said, for the Holy Spirit, loving the master, did not see God was allowing you. Not see the purpose.
reconciliation. If you've been realizing, man, I was right. Jesus Christ.
So stop railing against any political leader. The more you're attacking it, you're doing Satan's job. And you more likely may still be him. That I can't tell because no one can see someone's heart. You can say, well, you see fruits. You don't even see it all. Are they in a winter season? You may see a bud, but you may have seen a fruit. It's God trying to get something out of them. When we come into Christians, we come in as we are. Stop railing, we pray for him. I says, every leader in the beginning was allowed to be in there. Now, maybe God was turning some over to Satan so the flesh is destroyed, but the soul can be saved. Ponder that. Remember that verse. Preachers that only preach one verse and interpret it from that one, study the whole scripture. Father God, I pray for each other. I pray for myself also, Father God. Let us remember that you are in ultimate control. You may allow a rule in there that may appear to be going against your attic, but that may be as turning some that's been rejecting you, rejecting you, rejecting you over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh, for the salvation of the soul. May those people that you have to use that measure to bring them to yourself may they eventually may their heart eventually become softened may the hardness of their heart may their blinded minds be made open may scales fall from their eyes and may they see your glorious um, person of Jesus Christ may they receive you this very day in Jesus name Amen love you all